Hello there, steadfast and listeners. Hope you guys are having a uh, sweet day or night. I don't know when you're listening to this, but I hope that it has been a good one so far. Maybe this will make it even funner. Anyways, today, or tonight, whatever you're listening to, um, in this mini-cast by Steadfast, we're just going to talk um, real quickly um, about possibly our favorite new book of the Bible, and that's Song of Solomon, or the Song of Songs. Probably after I read you guys about Song of Songs, some of you guys went home and read it. Anyway, if you remember right, it is quite a steamy book. Like, seriously, it's um pretty sexual. Actually, pretty hardcore sexual. But we're going to learn a little bit of something from this book, um, specifically from the woman and what she says um, throughout this story. To kind of recap, um, if you've been in, in Sex Machine, if you've been listening to them, um, Hopefully you've really had our eyes open about how much God is so pro-sex. Um, he created it. He created all the fun that goes along with it. I mean, he created it to be something really, really awesome. And we talked about how God also put these parameters around sex to keep us from hurting ourselves with it. So even with all this, we might understand what God's plan for sex is. We might even want to follow it. But we still can do things that can really really jack up our purity and our sex life. Um, How do we deal with these relationships in our lives with the opposite sex until we are married? See, we can really make a mess there, can't we? But I want to take a look at something that's said in in Song of Solomon that the woman says, um, and she's talking from experience because if you go through this, I mean, she's talking all about the love that she has with this man and goes back and forth, this, this whole love song. But I want to read you just a few things that she says. Um, I wanted to read you in, in Song of Songs 2, 3 through 7. This is what she says. She says, As an apricot tree stands out in the forest, my lover stands above the young men in town. All I want is to sit in his shade, to taste and savor his delicious love. He took me home with him for a festive meal, but his eyes feasted on me. Oh, give me something refreshing to eat, and quickly, apricots, raisins, anything. I'm about to faint with love. His left hand cradles my head, and his right arm encircles my waist. Oh, let me warn you, sisters of Jerusalem, by the gazelles, yes, by the wild deer, do not excite love. Don't stir it up until the time is ripe and you're ready. You see, what she's saying is, you listen to her as she speaks about her her man, and I mean, she's like all fired up. I mean, seriously getting all hot and steamy about all this. And she says, Don't stir this up because until you're ready, it's a lot. In the NIV, it actually says, do not awaken love. I like that. They said, man, until it's time, you might want to just hold off. What she's saying is these feelings of love and all the passion that goes along with it, it is really strong. You hear her talk about it, you know, her, his his right arm encircles my waist, and his left arm holds my ar- my head, and I want to bathe in s- underneath of his, you know, underneath of his shadow, and all this different stuff. You see all this this passion that's in her voice. Um, she actually says, "I'm going to faint." It's just too much for her to handle. And this happens a lot with us. It happens a lot. We just get so caught up in all the excitement and all the passion and love that's inside of us that it's just too much. And what happens is people go past the idea of just being friendship. They run right past that, right into a serious relationship, and right past serious relationship into having sex in the back of their car. 
You see, unless you're ready for everything that comes with that love and that passion and that sex that's going to be so great, man, don't awaken it yet. Because she's saying it is, it's dangerous. It can get a hold of you so deep and so strong. You Later, she says, this, she says the same thing again. It's not just there, but in, in verse, I mean, in the chapter 3, she starts saying, she says, Restless in bed and sleepless through the night, I longed for my lover. I wanted him desperately. His absence was painful. So I got up, went out, and roved the city. Hunting through the streets and down alleys, I wanted my lover in the worst way. I looked high and low and didn't find him, and then the night watchmen found me as they patrolled the dark, darkened city. Have you seen my dear, my dear lost lover, I asked. No sooner had I left than I found him, found my dear lost lover. I threw my arms around him and held him tight, wouldn't let him go until I had him home again, safe at home beside the fire. Oh, let me warn you, sisters of Jerusalem, by the gazelles, yes, by the wild deer, don't excite love, don't stir it up until the time is ripe until you're ready. See, how true is this? How many girls and guys have been like so love-struck that they've lost sleep and have become so infatuated that it, it stops them from even doing something as simple as sleeping that it's just like, oh, it's too much infatuation here inside of our, inside of our beings. We can't even focus. It was just for my sister's birthday. We went up um, to a mall and we went to uh, Gilly Hicks, which is this crazy, crazy underwear store. She said I had to see it because it's so crazy. For those of you guys who have seen it, you'd understand. But as we come outside, my mom and I are laughing because sitting on the front of this Gilly Hicks are all these young, like 15-year-old girls, maybe younger, sitting around one girl who's just bawling her eyes out. And I'm like, you can totally tell it's that girl who's sitting there crying about some guy who, like, didn't call her back or something or... Like, he said something to her, and they're all sitting there like, man, you know what? He's not worth it. And she's like, but I love him. And there's so much wrapped up in this love stuff, so much passion. And not that it's bad. No, it's not. Man, I hope that someday my wife is so very passionate about me that she can't even sleep because she wants me so bad. And I hope the same that I have that feeling for her, and I hope you guys do too, whoever you're married to someday, whoever is married to you, that, man, there's just that passion in that relationship. But until it's time, what's saying is that, man, it's just too much. It's too much for us to handle until that time comes. You think that would be it? But she says again in Song of Songs 8, 1 through 4, she says, I wish you'd been my twin brother, sharing with me the breasts of my mother, playing outside in the street, kissing in plain view of everyone, and no one thinking anything of it. I'd take you by the hand and bring you home where I was raised by my mother. you drink my wine and kiss my cheeks. Imagine his left arm cradling my head, his right arm around my waist. Oh, let me warn you, sisters of Jerusalem, don't excite love, don't stir it up until the time is ripe, until you're ready. That's kind of a strange weird verse, but then again, how many women and men think strange and irrational about their love that anything would make it better, that she said even if we were just brother and sister, because we'd be so much closer, that she wants that closeness so bad, um, even to say something kind of weird like that, but see, what's being said is that love and all this passion that comes along with it is so amazingly strong that as humans, it wraps us up from the inside out, I mean, we just get enthralled with it, and this is totally cool. Man, it is, it, that's awesome. That's how God created it. But what's being said is, until you're ready, don't let it take a hold of you yet. 
Waiting is never going to be a bad thing. Guys and girls, how many people have looked back at their lives and wondered what could have been if they would have just waited a little longer before they let love take a hold of them? Even my mom. My mom loves us. But she still, even before, just a little while back, she said, you know, I wonder what would have happened if I would have waited a little longer before I started having kids and maybe went off to college and then this. I wonder what would have happened in my life. You see, there's so much that we have to accomplish. And even more when we start throwing in what God has for our lives to be. Let's start focusing on these things. Guys and girls, there is nothing wrong with getting your education or that job and focusing on that before you let love wrap you up. Um, when you're single, you're free. I mean, you're not tied down. Not that it's a bad thing when you get together with that person and you get married, whatever. But live this freedom, man, to the best of your and God's potential while you still have time with it. And don't worry. I mean, the time will come. I'm not saying that you have to have everything in order as people would because people say, oh, you've got to have you know, $100,000 in the bank, guys, and you've got to have a strong job. And girls, you have to understand already, you know, your education. You've got to have us all laid out. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you have to have everything in order, but how about having a little bit of something in order? Because people, I mean, kids are jumping into relationships and jumping into marriage, and we see the problem. Almost 50% of marriages end in divorce. How much better would this be if maybe people focused on their own life a little bit and made themselves happy and realized who they were before they unify with someone else? How many marriages are set up wrong because people don't even know who they are before they unify themselves to someone else? So what I'm saying is just take the time. Maybe step back. I mean, beyond all else, just make sure that you're ready for everything that's going to come with love and with sex. Everything, all this passion, all this devotion, this, ca- this connectivity. And if you're not ready, just do not awaken love yet. Don't worry, the time will come. But until then, do not awaken love.